Welcome back to That Geek Show, the podcast for nerds and geeks out there that expands the uh, entire blogosphere, the world, the universe, and including now the uh, Snyderverse, as it is, as it were, as it might be. Uh, I am joined today by my good friend and a member of the That Geek Show review team, Mr. Matt Grumman. He's over here on my screen, so... (laughs) Hello, Matt. Hey, you were taking so long with the intro, I didn't know what you were going to say, man. You're yeah. worrying me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's been a while, so we're here to, to uh, come back and, and review one of the most hotly anticipated properties, although some might not have thought so, uh, yeah. but it actually turned out to be a real thing, the Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the cut that didn't make Snyder. it to the theaters, <laughs> but Snyder made it to Cutworks. HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was, uh, was, yeah, I really didn't think this one was going to happen. They always kind of said, you know, it doesn't exist, doesn't exist, and then suddenly, well, it does exist, but yeah. too much money, <laughs> and then we finally have it, so. It's weird, yeah. right? It's, it's, it is. It's, I think it's the kind of the first one of its kind, really, right? I mean, I don't know if you count the uh, Richard Donner, Superman 2. Right, cut, there's the Donner cut from Superman 2, there's the, you know. But even that wasn't really... There's finished. there's the Blade Runner, how many f- editions. That doesn't count either. <laughs> Ridley Scott just kept tinkering with that one. We have like, what, four or five director's cuts? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think this is the first one that's ever kind of seen the light of day and made a, made a, made a return after such a, you know, Ballyhooed exit. <laughs> or Ballyhooed, uh, uh. Uh, you know, uh, just... The internet, the 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 the, the Twitter sphere, the, the blogosphere went crazy, you know, on yeah. this movie for so long. I mean, I guess we should break down the timeline before we do anything. I mean, we we got Zack Snyder. He was making Justice League. Uh, he was in mid production when Batman v Superman came out in theaters and made a ton of money, but did not get any critical praise. Um, no. So Warner Brothers in the middle of filming that movie started to see the writings on the wall and they and they and they kind of were like wanting to get him to make it more lighthearted and more marvel like you know and not so dire right. and dour and, and Zack Snyder-ish because that's Zack Snyder um yeah. he didn't want to do that you know and we've talked about this before on what happened to, to Zack Snyder and the tragedy of his family you know his daughter if you want to know what happened go look it up we really don't want to talk about here you know uh his daughter Autumn um so that was just a happy coincidence for the studio because he exited the project uh, when everything was already shot and done. He was just working on post-production at that point in pickups. Um, he exited the project and, uh, you know, Warner Brothers was nice and me like, okay, no, no, no problem, Zach. We'll take care of it from here. And uh, being the being the greedy corporate tycoons that they are, or maybe not greedy, just power hungry or something. I don't know. Egocentric, egomaniacal. <laughs> Really um, desperate to play catch up. And, yeah. yeah. They bring in uh, Joss Whedon, who was already kind of on the lot on the studio because he was he was going to do a Batwoman or a, a Batgirl movie, um, which never happened for obvious reasons after this debacle. Uh, but they brought him in. They said, hey, Z- you know, Joss, you're here. Uh, can you just finish this up for us? 
And he said, yeah, sure, why not? And then, the, you know, kind of in production, they were kind of behind the scenes going, well, you know, while you're here, why don't you do some reshoots? And we got some notes. <laughs> so going yeah. back, if you, you and you did, I didn't, but you watched that 2017 version again, and that's the product we I eventually did. got in the theaters yeah. after this Frankenstein of a movie happened with Joss taking over, doing reshoots and pickups and ADR and all that. So... I mean, what did you think of that? You're the, you've seen that more recently than I have. I haven't seen that in a while. So. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the 2017 version, like, the night before the Snyder Cut released. Um, I forgot how rough it was. Because it was, you know, it's been, it's been about four years now. Yeah. Like three and a half, maybe. Three and a half, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot kind of how, how rough it was, how jumpy a lot of it was. Um, there was a lot of just out of context stuff that just didn't, like it just didn't flow very well, and there were there was definitely um, pacing issues for really the first two thirds of the film. But I'll give it credit to where it came into that last that last act, that last quarter um, or a third, I guess, have you of the film. Um, it kind of started being a bit more cohesive and uh, paced better. Yeah, kind of ended it better uh, than I think it probably could have or should have. So yeah pretty hard stumble but it kind of it did pull itself together a little bit at the end but it still wasn't a great final offering yeah so what i remember from the uh from viewing because i i got we got we got lucky enough i don't think you went with us i think it was me michelle and geo and the other michelle i think we went to we went to a press screening for that justice okay. league um and i remember i mean it might have just been the hype i just came out of it. i remember going like i think i even sent a snapchat to everybody and said like it wasn't that bad. That was my review. Like at that point, like it wasn't yeah. good and wasn't bad. But I was like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as everybody's making it to be or thinks it will be. Um, I've only seen it twice. I saw it once in theaters and once it came to VOD. Um, the the good things I remember about it were, well, one of the things just got. I mean, we're, I mean, we're from this point forward just going to go into spoilers before. <laughs> right. Um, well, I, I imagine this whole thing is, yeah. you know, spoilers anyway. So one of the things I really remember liking about 2017's Justice League is uh, that fight in the middle of the movie that's kept in this version between the Superman and the League. I like yeah. it. I know it's schlocky. I know it has the least amount of stakes in the entire movie. You know what I mean? But I like yeah. that kind of stuff. The same reason I like Civil War. It was I like seeing the superheroes fight each other. It's just fun. Yeah. It's comic book fun, man. You know what I mean? Um, so that but yeah. even the way. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I know that. And, and the ending of that was changed because that was a pickup with the baby lips and he, uh, you know, holding Superman yeah. up in the air or a Batman up in the air. But I like the just the fight sequence. And then the other part I remember liking was the ending where not so much the stakes that happened or the way it happened, but just. Superman and his demeanor coming back and yeah. for the first time seeing Henry Cavill's version of Superman not be such a dour sad angry mess just it was a jovial you know cracking yeah. jokes you know and puns Superman like I know not a lot of people want to see that in a Zack Snyder movie but I mean for that version of what happened I thought that was cool I was like oh it's Superman having fun making jokes he's still powerful but he's like you know I don't know I like that. Everything else about the movie is garbage. <laughs> so those are the two two things that yeah. stuck out in my mind as like positives for that movie. Um, yeah. Now going going forward, um, so that's the timeline. That was 2017. So after that, you know, the Zack Snyder uh, fanboys and fangirls in the world uh, got together collectively and decided, 
hey, we want to see Zack Snyder's version. This started literally after the movie came out, like January 2018. And it got a little bit of traction here and there, but it really didn't pick up any steam until Zack Snyder himself released a photo on... What's that, what's that fledgling service he uses? <laughs> that photo service he uses? That social media? I don't, I don't even know. remember. I don't know. Photo but, bucket? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, uh, he uses an image of of literally the cart the 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 the, uh, the track or whatever the the the, the cart yeah. the cart with with the with the film in the cans on it and yeah. he says yeah it exists and then that was it that was the floodgates that opened up well, the world thought, he knew what he was I doing was, <laughs> I thought what it was was something like um, the thing that started it was he released a photo of the black suit didn't he. And then people were like, you know, I don't know if that was first or second. Maybe you're I, right. I thought it. I thought it was that. And then when, when the studio kept saying it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. That was when he put out the reels. Like, no, it, it exists. You might be right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that. And then when that happened, that sent. You know, that just turned it into overdrive, and everybody jumped on board with the hashtag and the every. You know, everything. So, uh, I still. You know, I still. I, I. You can go back and watch the podcast and listen to him. And I was a huge critic of that whole movement i did not think ever this would happen ever ever and i was i was not angry at the people that are doing it. i'm like look i get it i understand why you want this you know but it's not gonna happen and the thing i think the disconnect i always say this when we talk about the snyder cut i think the disconnect is i was never saying that a thing didn't exist like yes an exem- an assembly existed there wasn't just a finished movie sitting on a shelf somewhere that he could just throw onto a theater. You know what I mean? That was, that's yeah. the point I was trying to get. And I was trying to relate to people like, in what world would you ever think Warner Brothers was going to give this guy money to finish this movie and make it a thing when they already have it? Why would they double their money? Then they already spent a ton of money redoing that one with yeah. Whedon coming in. So yeah. I was like, there's no way. So apparently this is the world that does it. And Maybe Earth 2 didn't get it. <laughs> you might be right, but I think it was the perfect combination and perfect timing of a pandemic happening yeah. when no movies were being released. They just had a brand new service come out called HBO Max that they're trying to get people to subscribe to. And they got an almost finished movie literally sitting in a can in the warehouse. And they're like, maybe this will work and they went to zag and they said do you want to do it and he said yeah i'll do it and that's what happened i, I don't know yeah. if that's the exact conversation that happened or thinking but it sure seems like it <laughs> so yeah, well i think too having the cast tweet out the uh, the hashtag and everything too, yeah I mean, that, that was made a big difference so <laughs> yeah. it wasn't just the filmmaker saying you guys need to see my own thing it's like he had people in the industry that he worked with on the project like you, this this needs to come to light because right. this needs to be seen so yeah so Thanks to the cast. Yeah, so that's that's the timeline that catches it up uh, uh, catches us up to uh, May of last year when he announced it. Um, and yeah, just from that point on, you know, we've just been seeing teasers and releases. We got them playing here on the screen on a loop um, from from now until from then until last week when it released. And you know, Zach's tweeting little pictures and behind the scenes stuff here and there to get everybody hyped. Um, all right, so yeah, let's just let's let's talk about it. It was a four hour epic. <laughs> and yes, I was, and I think that's the thing that we need to talk about right away because I think one thing right off the bat that this movie could have benefited from, and I wish he would have given the option to, or HBO could have given the option to, is to actually split it into episodes. So 
they have chapter markers, which you still mm-hmm. can't click between, so it's weird that they even have chapter markers, because you see them on the screen, but it's like, you know, yeah. in, a, in a DVD, you would be able to, like, click to the next one <laughs> kind of thing. I yeah. wish you could be able to do that, or just literally split them into episodes, be like, okay, this one's next, and then, the ne- like, Netflix does, the next one's starting, or you can stop there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been better for people who didn't want to, like, watch this four-hour chunk <laughs> just in one sitting. Um, but that being said, I did wa- I did watch it in two sittings, um, and I still found it enjoyable. Uh, what do you think of the just the just the time and the viewing experience part of it? <laughs> um, there were times where I kind of felt the four hours, and there were times where it, it really kind of depended on the pace of the movie, the way that it felt during certain portions of it, and right. um, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. Um, but it wasn't something that immediately, as soon as I was done, I'm thinking like, I gotta watch that again soon. It's like, I, I do. I want to watch it again. I just don't want to dedicate four hours again so soon. <laughs> you know, so right, right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fun to be able to go back though, and like even now you could just go back and like, oh, I, I remember. You know, it's like, oh, I, I like the end ending scene. So you could just go back to the marker and watch the end scene again. Like it's, I yeah. think that's pretty cool. Um. As for the movie itself, and talking about 2017's Justice League, I think my overall reaction to this movie is, it's good, it's not the greatest thing, but it's good. However, in comparison to that 2017 version, this movie is head and shoulders better. (laughs) Like, way better, like, exponentially better (laughs) than that movie. And it's kind of sad when you when you watch this movie and think about that other one, how bad that actually makes that other one look. Because I didn't think yeah. that, like we were talking about, I didn't think that one was that bad. Now, after watching this, that thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I'm just going to yeah. say it. Like, in comparison yeah. to this. And that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's, I mean, like you were kind of saying with the whole timeline, that's really the kind of the clear indicator of why is the studio meddling and the fact that they, I, I can't remember the percentage that they said that, uh, that, Joss Whedon had reshot, but I think it someone had said something along the lines of around like sixty or seventy percent of reshoots, which is yeah. insane. Yeah. Um but um I mean even still with all those reshoots that apparently he did, uh, the main plot through a majority of the of both versions is relatively the same. Yeah. With I think, the exception of, of fleshing things well, out more with certain characters and some side things are different here and there. Um but the main the main through line, I guess, is relatively almost. The same. There's there is details in there and at the end that change the stakes of the movie and oh, the yeah. reason people are doing things and what the actual MacGuffin of the movie is. In fact, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think in the 2017 version, it was just like we have to unite this thing so it can open a world to to my home world, and it's like that's completely different than what this version is doing. Where it's yeah. like this is a change engine. This thing's going to destroy the earth and change it into yep. apocalypse. If we don't stop it, which is a much higher stake. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thing too, that I really liked about this version. Um, especially for the way they treated, uh, Steppenwolf was his character. Yeah. Uh, was just so much better and his motivations were so much better and it just made more sense. And he wasn't just the conqueror. He was out there like, I'm doing this because I need to get back in the good graces of my boss because it, it, it humanized him a little bit, yeah. Instead of just bit, making yeah. him the, the, the monster of the week, it gave us a reason to be like, almost, there was like, we weren't empathetic, but we were like, oh, okay, I get it, you know. Yeah. You're trying to get back yeah. into the good graces of your boss. <laughs> yeah. It gives it gives us, I guess, um, something to kind of latch onto with a bad guy. Instead of just, he's the bad guy, it doesn't matter why he's doing what he's doing, he's just right. the bad guy, that's all you need to know. Right. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Steppenwolf, and definitely his look. I mean, his look is amazing in this. Yeah. Shout out to the VFX artist who got paid to do this in the aftermath, because his his armor looks dope. Like it's a living it armor. Does. Like it's you know what oh, I mean. Dude. But he like <laughs> he snapped those arrows with his armor and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Or just when he gets pissed off at the end with the Justice League and his like spikes grow, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, let's get it. Yeah. And the right. whole look of it, like it, when he's in sunlight, it's like a translucent effect. Like it's just kind of that cool yeah. shimmering look you see when you see like a translucent paint job on a car. It's like, yeah. all right, this is sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and there's uh, needles and everything pop up on his armor. It makes me think of the Needler from Halo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so Steppenwolf I think was a great uh, a great addition uh, change to the movie. Um, I think what I mean we can go whenever whatever direction you want. I mean whatever you want to talk about, but I'll I'll just say this: some of the stuff I loved about this was I think the biggest thing that I loved, and I have no idea. Like I'm gonna I think as we're gonna talk, I'm gonna start really getting angry at HBO or not HBO, but Warner Brothers again because I think the biggest thing that i took away from this is god damn did they bury cyborg ray fisher's character they absolutely took everything except the bare minimum out of his out of his scenes out of the 27 into the 2017 version like this is a whole different guy like i loved every single thing he was in and it made me care about if you just kept that one scene in where he was being explained what he can do in his powers by his father and then you see him watching the single mother and then giving her, like, you know what I mean? Like, giving her money and just that one little action going, like, damn, dude, that was cool. That was powerful. That was, like, you know what I mean? That gives us so much depth to what he's thinking and what he's going through and who, what kind of person he's going to be. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and even, too, just kind of, like, his capabilities and everything. Like, in, in, in the Justice League, the 2017, mm. I call it the Justice League. Yeah, the Justice League, yeah. I, I think I picked that up from Jeremy Johnson. Yeah. But, yeah. So, um but yeah, in that one, it's just kind of like, hey, I can, I can float. I couldn't do that last night, but I could do it now. Right. <laughs> I got, what is this mother? They got, it's it's not really a whole lot of super detailed or super impressive stuff that they have for him. No. Um, I kind of think, though, that the with the 2017 cut, um, part of that decision was made might be more because it might have been just too many main characters to kind of follow. And I even kind of felt that with this cut here as well. It's just in some ways too many um characters trying to have their a plot for the film the rumblings were that they wanted again that the that the head studio head wanted to keep it under two hours and and there was no way this cut was going to be under two hours so they cut out literally almost everything and i think the credo going forward because as everything was evolving at that time i mean we found out that they were trying to get rid of the dce altogether and scrap it and go back to just making piecemeal movies you know what i mean yeah so i think that was what they probably were like well we're not gonna make a cyborg movie so who cares and we're not you know what i mean so that was probably the unfortunate part that happened was he 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 got the cutting room floor because they're like well let's look at our slate of let's look at our big wall of superhero movies we got for the next 10 years cyborg ain't up there (laughs) so it's like yeah i don't know did they did they get rid of flash too they cut out well they didn't cut out all they didn't cut out everything but they cut out his two most important scenes in the movie the first no, the, the, about the, the movies themselves oh no no his movies. no 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 they're filming that uh, next month actually oh, yeah. okay yeah yeah no he's okay. his movie's actually going to be really important because they're bringing back michael keaton and they're introducing the multiverse and all this stuff oh, so flashpoint yeah the flashpoint yeah. movie so okay gotcha yeah um but yeah, no, even Flash in this movie, like, they cut out his two most important scenes. The, the, very, the very first introduction scene was fantastic. 
where you just get to see the scope of his powers and how fast he moves and uh, you know just the little touch when oh, yeah. he touches the glass that was such a cool yeah. effect um, and then the ending scene you know Jesus Christ dude the dude is like that literally was... went into speed force and reverse time I was like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna well, cut that... that out of the movie yeah <laughs> that was huge like that was like I don't know that 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 really kind of came after really the big kind of like WTF moment for the film because it was like Dark Side just won. Right. Everyone's gone. Everyone's like, <laughs> this is basically the snap. Yeah. Know? Like, even, like, it didn't really, it took me kind of a minute to realize, like, dude, Superman's dead. Like, everybody's dead. And then the right. Flash just turns back time and brings them all back. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was. <laughs> and even, even if you're, like, in that 2017 version, even if you're going to say, okay, we're changing it so Dark Side's not in this because he's, we don't want to continue the, the Snyderverse. Even if you do that. You could still yeah. leave that scene in the movie where he does that cool shit and reverses time to save the thing from being united. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's but like then just, but here's the, the problem with that though is that they lessen the stakes for why they needed to be united. If it's just like I just want to open a portal in my guess. world, so yeah, I can you're get right. Back, it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. So that's why, yeah. So they kind of screw the pooch on that one anyway. I get it. I get it. I just. But, you know, being a Flash fan, he's my favorite character in the DC universe. Like, I was just like, my boy, how you massacred my boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> so much cooler in this version, man. And you didn't need to have him saving a, a random Russian family that lived yeah, in a I'm nuclear base. Like, <laughs> it makes it makes more sense. It makes more sense that there's nobody trying to live next to right. a, a nuclear <laughs> reactor in the middle of, of Siberia or whatever. I mean, I get it. The Russians are hard people. Right. They're not. They're not stupid. And that I know. No I know why Joss did it. Like he wanted to put something humanizing into the movie. You know, what I mean, like, oh, we got to show some funny stuff, but also some. Oh, these guys are being good guys and saving people. Yeah. Because, as much as I love, as much as I love uh, Zach for his movies, he does. He doesn't give a fuck about humans in his in his DC movies. He does not. He treats humans like they're fodder. Like all he cares about is the the superheroes. Like <laughs> he's kind of like he's kind of like the Michael Bay of like you know, comic book movies. And yeah. a little bit, just kind of just big explosions and just damage and action. Yeah. Well, forget the damage and action. How many slow mo shots did we get in this movie, man? <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. It was so the I, most. I it was the most Snyder movie of all. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we cut out probably about a third of the slow mo shots, that would have been about ten minutes of the movie right there. Yeah, just every time, man. Just yeah. <laughs> even the even when it comes down to just freaking the arrow. Uh, like. I we don't need a five minute scene for them shooting an arrow into the into the void. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, the I, singing the singing Icelandic ladies that are thirsting over Aquaman with a sweater. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You guys were kind of you know making fun of that one. I, I kind of dug the vibe a little bit just because it kind of fit, and maybe it's just because I've been playing AC Valhalla too recently. But I mean. I, I guess I kind of dug the vibe of that for a bit. I think that could, again a lot, a lot with this movie is that could have been a thirty second scene instead of a two minute scene. <laughs> yeah, but then like I was saying in the chat too, it's like Zack Snyder tends to go back to that kind of well a lot throughout the movie. Yeah, and it's a lot of putting in some kind of a song or or um, some special theme, kind theme of score music, yeah. to overemphasize a, a portion of a scene that he feels should have a certain <clears throat> emotional impact. It's like. Don't do it too much because then it just loses its resonance. Right. It loses its gravitas. Don't do it. Right. Do it a couple times, but don't do it six, seven times throughout the movie. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, so that was that's probably one of my only critiques of it is is, and I get it. It's a four hour cut. He's literally made it the most movie he could make it because that's yeah. what he did. He's just like I'm gonna put it all in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think some of the other things that I liked that were good readditions, as it were, to this movie. Um, the Wonder Woman sequence in the beginning. When yeah. she's fighting? That was a lot better. Holy crap, that I had to go better. back because I'm like, this seems like a new scene. And it wasn't a new scene. It was just no. completely shot differently. Like, it was sped, well, like no, it was, it, it was at the right speed. It was faster. It had more yeah. violence <laughs> in it. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of what it was is that he probably just put the inserts back in that they more than likely took out. Yeah. Um, which is, and because the, with the Justice League cut, it was. It just felt hokey. It kind of like it was one of those things that had me kind of rolling my eyes. Like, dude, really? You're gonna have her like, like I get in the first Wonder Woman movie. She does block bullets, and a lot mm-hmm. of it's not really like, it's not fully automatic. You know, machine gun fire that she's blocking, yeah. and that's kind of like you know, you have an M1 Garen fires off. She blocks her. She dodges out of the way. But the way they set it up for the Snyder cut version, uh, leading up into that, makes a lot more sense because it shows that she's able to do that, which is several different guys and she's like taking four or five different guys out in like two seconds so cool man and you didn't need like it, there was a couple slow-mo shots but for the most part it was like real time like, doo, 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 doo. i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. this yeah. is what i want this is cool like this is the yeah, action i want exactly yeah. that was a really and, well done scene and one of the one of the it's a small thing but kind of one of the things that i actually liked what they did with the the snyder cut version of that and the justice league cut when she throws the briefcase up out of the uh, the museum yeah whatever, yeah um or the bank um, it barely kind of gets above the roof and then explodes. Right? Like, Wasn't that supposed to be an FC <laughs> right. level four, four city, city blocks? blocks? Yeah. So in this one, they have her just jump way the hell up, like probably like higher than a skyscraper. Yeah. Still probably not high enough, but enough to where it's like, in purposes for the movie, you're like, okay, I can accept it. Yeah. But yeah, just just small little detail changes like that. Then I'm like, okay, thank you, Zach. But then on the reverse, she gets back down inside and blows the fucking bank up. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All those people in the room—they're not dead, but now they just have concussions. So. She completely murders everyone. By the way, that guy that yeah. she blew up—you see on the back the blood stain on the wall when she threw a guy against the wall. Like, oh yeah. And that going back to what I said, Cider doesn't give a crap about humans. He—he he, he just like he—he he doesn't care if his people murder everyone. Well, do you remember what he said about uh, the kind of world his Batman would live in? And it's you know. If his Batman was in the prison that Christian Bale's Batman was in, Batman could get raped. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's that's the Snyder world we have. Yeah, he's he's a dark dude, man. He's a dark he dude. Um, what, what were some... What, why, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, which is probably why Dawn of the Dead works so well, because that's just right up his alley. Right, right. But, 300. Yeah. <laughs> just 300, bloody, gory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you were saying... No, I was saying, well, what, what are some of the other things that you liked about this edition, uh, the additions to this movie, or the re-editions, as it were, the original editions? Yeah, I mean, I liked, I mean, and in a lot of the same ways that when he did with his Ultimate Cut for Batman vs. Superman, the way he draws things out more and explains more of the story and explains better character motivation, that's what I really appreciate about in this one here. Yeah, it kind of, it, it stretches the film out from what probably could have been maybe two two hours and 45 minutes um, to the four-hour mark, um, and a lot of that's some some of the unnecessary slow mo and some of the unnecessary um, scenes that try to be more emotional than they really kind of yeah, need to be. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
the fact that he takes the time to explain more character and, and give more exposition and set things up better so that way they make sense in the grander scope of the story um, is what I really liked. I, I really, yeah, especially things like the the bringing Superman back to life stuff. It's mm-hmm. so much more, way better done in this version. Like you actually understand what's happening because um, mm-hmm. Cyborg gets a chance to explain what these things are. How he yeah. came into, how he was created. They're like, oh, it gave you life. Maybe it can do this instead of the yeah. the original version was just like, I don't know. Maybe it can bring Superman back to life. Let's try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no setup for it at all. It's just like, yeah, uh, you know. Um, and then you, although I was, I was happy that they got rid of that uh, the Aquaman and the Lasso of Truth thing where he's just like, God damn, you're beautiful. Yeah, that's another yeah. Joss thing. The same <laughs> that, that was another Joss thing with the whole Flash yeah. landing on Wonder Woman's chest in the fight scene. They, you know, come, yeah. like he's yeah. I love he's I love the dude, but he's got some weird like choices he makes sometimes. It's like you're really kind of cringy, and also that yeah. also that scene that was the Lois Lane Martha Kent scene that was in the 2017 version with the with the thirsty reporter <laughs> remember that where the guy comes in he's like hey babe what's your uh, what's your source <laughs> it's not like uh, the over the top like that but it was kind of like that thing like well who I is it come on good. I don't just give me his yeah. name and she's like maybe she'll want to talk to me he's like oh, oh it's wait, a girl <laughs> Right. <laughs> the stupidest scene and this one it was yeah. so much better because it was just a heart to heart well and it, oh, here's the thing too with that um, that that is a spoiler too with the new character right so which I didn't even expect either yeah I didn't expect that at all yeah no <laughs> yeah so that's actually revealed that it's it's Martian Manhunter who was yeah. posing as Martha <laughs> Can at the moment but yeah but who, even that too that that changes Man of Steel. The kind of the outlook on one of the characters. The general. Man of Steel. The general. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he's been there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I'm like, dude, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, hey, maybe you should have gotten in that fight. No, you're just gonna hang back <laughs> while the world gets yeah, blown up. Right? Okay. <laughs> I was kind of waiting for that. I was waiting for. Hey, at least he made a post-credit scene. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, funny that post-credit scene was supposed to be Green Lantern. Was it really? Yeah. Is that, that why they kept saying about like uh, Ryan Reynolds coming back and all that? No, no. It was gonna be uh, it was gonna be the uh, uh, John, Stewart? John Stewart version of the Lantern. Yeah, okay. but DC or DC would not. Warner Brothers would not let him do it. They said no, no. You can't. You can't put him in the credit, post credit scene because we have plans for 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 Green Lantern. So okay. Yeah. So that's what happened with that. He was yeah. <laughs> okay. But. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, so I guess we should talk about the the nightmare stuff, <laughs> the nightmare scene, the post credit. Yeah. Um, so, well, we get a first little glimpse at the post credit, or not the post credit, the nightmare verse as it is, mm-hmm. the post apocalyptic, everything goes shit verse. When they're about to reanimate Superman, uh, the Flash and the ship, the ship, the Kryptonian ship is actually warning Cyborg, saying like, "You can't undo what you're about to set in motion." <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it knows, yeah. and because the Flash is going so fast with his energy that can kind of manipulate time, it's kind of getting into his. That's how I read it. It's getting into Cyborg's thoughts, and he's seeing now the future that's going to happen if they don't if they do this. No, I thought it was. What I thought it was, it was is he was seeing the vision before the Flash even started running, and that's why like he, they're doing the countdown. Oh, and he says no, he starts, and he says go. He says yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's like, wait. Go? Yeah, you're right. Okay. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's where we first get to see like 
oh shit, look at all this shit's about to happen if they do this. Like, Superman, like, he's holding the charred corpse of what we can assume is Lois Lane, and then yeah. Darkseid puts his hand on him to seemingly take control. Everyone's yeah. dead. Wonder Woman's got in a pyre with the coins on her eyes. Like, yeah, the Darkseid dark. stabbing Wonder or, uh, Aquaman in the chest with his own trident while he's using the Omega Beams. Awesome scene, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you get a first glimpse of what's happening there, and then we get the tacked on. The only thing, I guess, apparently that Zack got to shoot was this tacked on scene. That's the only thing he, he got to do uh, shoots for, like a pickup on. So okay. that's all new footage, that, that post credit scene. Um, which is weird. I guess we can talk about it a little bit, because I hadn't, I don't think they're going to do, <laughs> do any sequels, but they let him put that on there to... Okay, whatever. But yeah, So in this... <laughs> In this post credit scene, we see uh, the Nightmare Verse. It's Batman in his little duster, and uh, you got Mira there. We got Cyborg in a duster. We got a Flash in a in a, a armored uh, time time suit or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, um, bad look. Like like badass looking. Yeah. So you got all that. They're all having a little conversation about you know Arthur's dead. I'm gonna kill him. Da da da. Who's him? You know. And then we get the little we get Jared Leto's Joker return. So what do you think about the Joker Batman scene? Could have done without it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was Could've necessary. Could have done without it. No, it wasn't. I think the dialogue was cool. Um, I think it was in, until he says something like, "Who's going to give you a reach around?" And I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Who's who wrote that line? Was that you, Zach? Like that might have been Zach. That, that might have been Zach, or that could have been Jared Leto trying to go off the cuff. That was so out of context. I was like, "What are you talking?" I mean, I about? could see. I could see Jared Leto doing something like that too, just to kind of just go off the cuff and just get a reaction, and like I guess that's, that's something the Joker would say. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know, Jared Leto, I mean, you're a the, dummy. <laughs> this well, it's the same guy that was sending his co-stars on. Suicide I know Squad. rats, dead you rats, know? yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. <laughs> use condoms, all that. No, Ugh. No. Yeah, he's no. a weirdo. Um, no, I did like the line where he was he was trying to get him and talk about like because he killed Robin, don't send a boy to, a boy wonder to do a man's job kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then Batman comes back with when Harley Quinn died in my arms, I made her a promise I'd kill you slowly, <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's pretty fucking cool. That was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to see that. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, again, we'll probably never see anything come to fruition of that. You know, Superman lands at the end of the scene, and we all we all get the you know we we've surmised at this it's, point that he's under Darkseid's yeah. control in this alternate reality. So, yeah. Well, I mean, don't say never because we did say never about this, and we just got done watching it. So, I mean, uh, I guess, but I mean, you never know. As of this recording on the twenty third of March, it was just yesterday that the CEO had to come out from from Warner Brothers and say. Uh, no, that was Zach's last movie. We like we we was ha- glad good to have him back, but that's the end of his run. And we're, I I was like, are you just saying this to say I don't know I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, we'll see. The, and they could be just kind of saying that, waiting for you know whatever happens with the Batman and whatever happens with some of the right, other solo right. movies they have planned, and you know see where the uh, the wind takes them. I guess. But, well, they, I I think it's established. They have said that this this is the main timeline they're still going to use the snyder verse as the main earth and then like i guess the flashpoint movie is going to set up the multiverse and that's going to like be how we get to they said that's how it's going to connect to matt reeves the batman and you know other things that they want the suicide squad and things like that other other properties are trying to do so 
Okay. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I still think it'd be cool if they could just, hey, Zach, you want to just come back and do it for HBO and make it like a two-season miniseries? You know? That'd be dope. <laughs> Why not? Dope. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to say it's canon. It could just be the alternate reality of, like, this is what could have well, happened. <laughs> I mean, you said they said it's his, uh, it's his last movie. So right. You know, right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I know the but, same. I do uh, know the same people in the last... 48 hours have started the new hashtag uh, restore the Snyderverse, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll jump yeah. on. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be down to see kind of what more he does with, it, especially with the, the way he ended that. And the fact that uh, dark side is going to use the old ways to come back and take back her. So I kind of want to see that. So there, there was a, um, there was a variety. It was variety. It was right. Somebody, uh, there was an article that came out that I read that he actually did an exclusive that he get, he, he, he outlined the rest of the the next two movies he was supposed to do. Did you see this? It just came out a couple days ago. No, I didn't. No. So apparently, in the second one, it was supposed to be um, him, him and him and the Joker, like doing this weird Tango and Cash thing, where it was like he, the Joker was supposed to give him information on what's going to happen. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor's behind the scenes, like going to Dark Side and giving him information about superman and then how lois is his the key and that if you want to beat superman you have to kill lois and apparently at the end of the movie when uh dark side invades superman goes to fight dark side and leaves lois with batman saying protect her and what happens uh some something happens where there's like he said he didn't he didn't really storyboard her, but he said basically uh, batman was supposed to get shot he moves out of the way and it kills lois and so that's when Superman comes back. It breaks him. That's when Darkseid takes control with the anti-life equation over him. And that's where it sends into the Nightmare Verse. And so Justice League 3 was basically going to be the Nightmare movie where the whole most of the movie is going to be set in that Nightmare timeline, but they mm-hmm. figure out a way to get Flash to go back in time and that's where you see he went back too early in Batman v Superman to tell Batman that Lois is the key protect Lois. And so mm-hmm. he gets it right in this movie. Goes back to a point where Batman knows that Lois that what he's talking about. He tells Batman. Batman makes the ultimate sacrifice. Steps in front of the beam, gets killed. Lois is saved. Superman defeats Darkseid, and everybody's happy. <laughs> so in this one, Bat- the third one, Batman would basically become the ser- the, the sacrificial lamb instead of Superman. Yeah. All come down. Um, yeah. The weird part is, he said, yeah, and then the, then there'd be a post-credit scene. He's like, the ultimate way my movies would end. There would be a post-credit scene where it's 18 years in the future, and Batman or it's, uh, Lois and Superman uh, have their kid, and he's 18 years old now, and they take him down to the Batcave and be like, yeah. this is your legacy. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so apparently he would be the new Batman. That, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw something about that um, on Facebook or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds like Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely out of nowhere. Yeah. But I'd like to I mean, see... I don't care about that, that Batman yeah. end you scene, but I would like to see the rest the of it. Bruce? Just name the kid Bruce. That's fine. They did. <laughs> Bruce Kent is the name of the kid. Bruce, <laughs> that's good enough. That's good enough. Let Rob, if there's a new Robin or something, right? Just let him handle it. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd still love to see that. That would be pretty yeah. cool to see in, like I said, a little miniseries for HBO Max. Just let them do it. Who cares? <laughs> people are gonna buy it. People like if they put if you announce that would happen, everybody would keep their subscriptions to HBO Max because <laughs> yeah they would. Come on, come on, man. Just do it. Just do it, Warner Brothers. Don't be a coward. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at you, Walter Hamada. <laughs> 
don't be a coward don't make the same mistake twice um but uh i guess that's it that's uh, everything we have to talk about what would, what would overall uh what would you give it matt what would you say um i'd say probably like maybe a 7.58 i think so, Just, <laughs> well, fractional no, math i mean well because here's the thing is like you kind of you're giving it the rating in context of what came before it, right? The history of everything kind of leading up to it in terms of like your justice cut, and then you have the history of just how everything happened. The fact that really this is a movie that kind of shouldn't exist given the right. way things work in the industry, um, and also kind of the fact that we're looking a gift horse in the mouth. You know, it's <laughs> you know it's like they're giving us exactly what we wanted, and we're like, I'm going to give you my thoughts on what you <laughs> right. It's like you know, it's like. I liked it. Um, I think I do need to kind of go back and watch it again in parts and kind of um, have a bit more of a critical eye in a sense. But at the same time, I'm glad that we we have what we have and um, the fact that they really kind of set a precedent for the fact that, uh, yeah, the fans can have a kind of say in... Um, good or bad, because I, I hope that doesn't I mean, become a trend. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it did get... This kind of did all start with snakes on a plane, I suppose. I guess, yeah. Because that was the internet crowd movie, I guess. But, but I think this um, is unique. I don't mean to cut you off, I'll let you finish. But I think it is unique just because he didn't get to finish the movie. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's. It's not like all of a sudden they're just reshot a whole new movie for the fans. Like, this existed. He never got to finish because of the tragedy in his family. And it was the yeah. studio that stepped in and made the shitty decisions that they made. Yeah. So I think that's how it's unique. Go ahead. I was just kind of well, thinking out loud. So thank you. I just want to say thanks to Warner Brothers for at least you know doing your part to set this right, yeah. Um, and hopefully you know don't screw over Zack Snyder. Even if it was greed motivated, <laughs> could be. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But I mean, yeah, because they needed something to kind of bring people into HBO Max, and um, at the at the time their lineup was wasn't really doing it. No, so. no. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, just in close, sense, man? closing thoughts for me. I'll just go back to saying it. I, uh, historically, I again, I was the biggest critic of this whole movement of having this happen. I didn't. I don't like when fans get to over, get to you know take control of what happens with a studio and just do fan casting and things like that. But again, this was unique. It was a, it was a thing. I came around. You know, I came around to the movement and said, you know what, you're right. Even if it's good or bad, that's how I went into this movie. I was like, even if it's bad. It's he got to do it, and he deserves to get to do what he was told he was going to be able to do, and not have it butchered because he lost a, a family member tragically. You know, yeah. that's what the all came down to. So I was like, all right, whatever, yeah. just I'm here for it. I watched it. It was long. There was a couple things that could be taken out. There was a couple things where I'm like, that didn't work. However, overall, if you cut this down, you could cut this down into a nice three hour movie. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic and if you did that i would give it an eight i would probably give it an eight out of ten as it is with the four hour cut and with everything in it i'll go probably around more of your area like a 7.2 7.3 somewhere around there okay i think if you cut it down to that three if you get a nice tight three hour chunk and i'm sure somebody will everybody does this with fan edits online well, yeah they'll I do mean, it it's probably ivan ortega's next yeah know, project <laughs> <laughs> take out all the unnecessary bloat yeah. and make it a tight three hour movie i think you got a fantastic movie in here if you do that yeah so that's my two cents i it definitely a must watch if you watch this or listen to this <laughs> without seeing it then i guess you've been spoiled but i mean it's still worth it i would still say go do it you know what i mean yeah. so yeah 
So I think the only thing uh, left now is uh, start the hashtag um, release the trank cut. I, no. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, he said he said that there was a movie in there that was good, and the studio didn't let it happen. Josh Trank, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other one that I saw somebody tried to get going was the uh, uh, the what's his, the, the the Suicide Squad? What was his? The air oh, cut. Air cut. The air cut. And then and then he jumped on it and said, "Why not?" And I was like, "No, yeah. David, <laughs> shut up!" <laughs> hey, do it. No. Do no. Do no. <laughs> I don't care. No. We got a better version coming this year, okay? We we got James Gunn doing it. That'll be fine. We'll forget about that that terrible thing that happened a few years ago. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that being said, I think we're gonna get out of here. It's been a good solid forty-five minutes. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining me. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll be back uh, on the next one to talk more uh, more superhero stuff. Maybe once Falcon Winter Soldier wraps up, we can kind of talk that and uh, and WandaVision that we never got to. So maybe we'll have a big Marvel episode on the next one. Sounds good. All right. For those of you out there watching, listening, go to That Geek Show uh, on all the social medias, at That Geek Show on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a few messages on the on the post or uh, give us some questions. Sometimes we do fan questions. We had a podcast where we actually had some fan questions we got to answer. That was fun. So do that. Uh, we will be back soon with some exciting news about a new website coming up and more content coming your way. Until then, you can find Matt on social media at Matt That Geek Show. You can find me on social media at uh, Eric D. Lucas. And we will talk to you next time. Stay geeky. Bye bye, guys. Don't be a scruffy nerf herder. Subscribe to our channel for more That Geek Show goodness in your life. Be sure to also check out our website, thatgeekshow.com, where we post exclusive photos from events and cons. And for all the latest news on upcoming special guests and geek swag giveaways, follow us on Twitter and Facebook.